Good morning, Vision Church. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. It is good to be in the house of God this morning. Amen. I'm your host, Reverend Alonzo Stewart. Amen. And we're about to get things kicked off here in just a moment. Amen. The praise team, we're going to sing. We're going to worship. And then our pastor's going to come and bring us an awesome word. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm excited to be here this morning. Amen. And if you're joining us online, we thank you for being a part of the Vision Church. Come on, y'all. Let's praise and worship the Lord. We ought to be glad and grateful because guess what, y'all? We made it from last week to this week. Amen. And so I tell you what, I don't know if you had a hard week, but this is the time when we lift up holy hands. This is the time where we praise. This is the time that we are thankful. This is the time where, guess what? We praise God in advance for what he's going to do. Amen. And so as we move on into the service right here, we're going to take we're going to take this time. Amen. And we're going to pray to God. And if there's anything that you came in here with that will hinder you from worshiping and praising, this is the time that we're going to pray and we're going to ask God to remove that. Amen. So that we can freely worship the Lord. Amen. How many of you all want to be free this morning? Amen. Well, I said there is nothing too hard for God. Amen. And your situation seem like it may be tough, but there is nothing that God cannot fix. Amen. And so let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you, oh God, for allowing us to see another day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy that cover us, God. Thank you for allowing us to make it to your house, God, to worship and praise you. And now, God, we come, we release whatever emotion we have going on, God, whatever situation that we have going on in our hearts that will hinder us. Father, we remove it right now in the name of Jesus. As a matter of fact, God, we surrender it to you, God, so that we can freely worship because, God, you are so good. God, you are so kind to us, God, and it was because of your grace that we are here, God. So we thank you now in Jesus' name, and we pray that, God, that your presence will be in this place. God, that we can serve you and worship you because you are holy, because you are good. And we love you, God. Thank you right now in Jesus' name. And every heart said, amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Don't stop right there. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. How many of y'all are excited to be in the house of the Lord on this morning? Hallelujah. As we go into this song that says, Lord, you're mighty. Hallelujah. He is mighty. Hallelujah. Lord, you're mighty. 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 Lord, you're mighty.
your name in all the earth. You said your glory above the heavens and the earth. When I think of all you made, the sun, the moon, and the stars, no praise is high enough to express how great you are. What a mighty God we serve. Oh, mighty God we serve. Angels bow before the mighty
Lord, you mighty. 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 God, we serve. And we'll dance in your presence. 
on, come on. Come on and worship. Come on and worship. Hallelujah. Come on, come on. Come on, put your mind on him. Put your mind on him. Think of how good he's been to you. Come on, hallelujah. mercy hallelujah amen amen we're moving into our responsive reading we just stand all over the building hallelujah Romans 8 verse 26 through 28 I read one verse you read the next Verse 28, we'll read all together. Amen. Romans chapter 8, verse 26 says, In the same way, the Spirit also helps our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we should. But the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Read verse 27. And all together, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Father, we thank you. Thank you for your word, God. Thank you for the atmosphere. God, we thank you right now, God, for all that you've done for us. God, we realize that, God, that when we take our eyes off our situation and put it on you, God, we're able to worship you because, God, you are in control, God, and you know how to handle everything. Thank you, God, for having our best interests at heart. Now, God, as we prepare for the word, Father God, we pray that you will open our minds to receive instructions on, on what to do, Father God, so that you can get the glory out of everything that we do. We love you this morning. Bless our pastor right now. Touch him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. Let him stand with power and authority, God, to preach your uncompromising word. We love you this morning, God, in Jesus' name. And every heart said, Amen.
Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Come on, let's praise him. The praise has already been set. The atmosphere has already been laid. Amen. And we are here to worship and praise our God. I want to say good morning to everyone. Thank you so much for visiting with us, all of our guests this morning. Thank you so much for being part of the Vision Church experience. Amen. I was glad when they said unto me, come, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Uh, I want to just tell you, it's a special day. Listen, um, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I don't know what it is, but I'm like a kid waiting to open presents on Christmas morning. You know, you have that, that anxiousness, that anticipation, um, that, that, ah, that, that excitement. Uh, today is a special day in the life of what we do here at the Vision Church. Amen. In one of the arms of our church, uh, TEB Seminary and Counseling Center will be celebrating 20 years today. My goodness. Amen. Amen. And we have a great uh, service in store today at 2 p.m. We will kick off our, um, our celebration. Amen at 2 p.m. today, and listen, I'm grateful to God. We will have, we will be inducting all of our uh, alumni into the official, into the alumni association. We'll have a ceremony for that. We'll have preaching. We'll have, oh, it's going to be a great time. So I want you to please, amen, if you, if you want to, amen, if you want to, amen. If you say, I want to come and join in, you sure can't come back at 2 p.m. Amen. The choir will be here. Uh, we'll be having a great time together. We're going to be rejoicing what God has done in 20 years. I'll tell you a little bit more on that time. Amen. For what God has done. I, I just, I, even this morning, I told my wife, I can't believe it's 20 years. Amen. I cannot believe that what God started 20 years ago, what we didn't know. Amen. He had already foreseen. Amen. And it's the same thing with your life. Amen. Just imagine if you stay with God, here's what I learned. Be faithful over the little. Listen to me. If I could tell you anything today, be faithful over the little. And eventually God will give you more. Amen. How many believe that? How many believe that to be true? Amen. For, for my former pastor who went on to be in, to, in glory, who used to say, God rewards faithfulness. Amen. He rewards faithfulness. Amen. And I promise you he does. Amen. And so today we're, we're just thankful. And then uh, today is Palm Sunday. Amen. Today is Palm Sunday. Oh, what a day. Amen. Oh, what a day. Now for the Christian, this is a good day. Jesus comes into Jerusalem now. He comes in as the triumphant king. Amen. They were looking for an earthly king. He was a heavenly king. Amen. They thought that he was going to be an earthly ruler, but he was a heavenly ruler. Amen. But in due time, one day he'll come back to earth and rule and reign on earth. But today, amen, 1,989 years ago, not 2,000. People always say 2,000. Amen. Amen. He is actually going into Jerusalem today. Amen. Palm Sunday making his entrance. Amen. And the people are saying, Hosanna, Hosanna. 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. And that is a high praise for Jesus. I hope you came to praise today. I hope you came this morning. Amen. To glorify the master. Amen. And, and, and listen, um, next week we will begin. Well, this week we'll begin our uh, Holy Week revival. Amen. Revival begins tomorrow. Amen. So we're kick this whole celebratory week. Amen. We are we are doing it. Amen. So starting tomorrow night, amen, 7 p.m. We'll be here um, each night. We have a preacher that's going to be preaching until Good Friday. Amen. So what we said we're going to do, we know that you have kids. We know you have families, jobs and things like that. So our time cutoff is going to be 815. Amen. No later than 830. Amen. And so we're going to get everybody out of here each night, right on time. Amen. So that you can get home. Amen. And do what you do so that you can go where you need to go the next day. Amen. And then be back. Amen. On the next day. All right. So here's what I'm asking you to do for me. I'm asking you to be prayerful. Be prayerful for the, for the, especially for the praise team and the usher ministries, those ministries are in and the parking and the security and things like that, because they have to be here. Now you may, you may have already decided that I'll just come two days or whatever you decided, but I'm hoping that you come and get revived. How many want, how many need to be revived? How many, how many need a revival in your heart? Amen. And so if I were to say anything to you saints, I would say this, that revival begins with you. Amen. Revival begins with who? With you. Amen. Also, as I said on Friday night, we are the host church. So I'm asking you, members of this church, please be on time. Be hospitable. Amen. You be the first to show up in your house. Amen. Y'all with me on that? Amen. Don't be the last showing up in your house. Be the first to show up in your house. And then if you see somebody looking for a seat, why don't you just get up and say, you know what? You can have mine. Amen. For you are company. Amen. That's how we show ourselves hospitable. Amen. And so we're grateful. Then on Sunday morning, I know it's a lot. Uh, Sunday morning, we will have a sunrise service. Amen. At 6 a.m. And followed, uh, before I say this, follow the, following the 6 a.m. service, we will close out our 40-day fasting. <laughs> Boy, y'all sure is excited. Um, amen. We'll close out our, four, uh, our, our 40 days of fasting, and we will be serving a full breakfast. Amen. Not continental. A full breakfast. Amen. So get ready. The cooks are ready. Amen. Get ready. We're going to close out our fast and we're going to be eating. Amen. But not too much. So that way we make it back for our 11 a.m. service. Amen. So join us for fellowship, food, fellowship, family, fun. Amen. Join us for those uh, on, on Resurrection Sunday morning. Amen. I'm excited about this Resurrection Sunday coming up. Amen. As we celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I uh, just want you to know that God is doing some great things. I want to thank those that came out and volunteered this week. We did uh, do the grocery. Uh, we do need volunteers this week for the grocery on Thursday. 
Well, you know, we have an outdoor grocery that we, man, we had lines all around the building here, close to, close to the end here. Amen. People need food and we're here to feed them. Amen. And so we did that on Thursday. So if you're available for a couple hours on Thursday, amen, uh, at around 11 a.m. is when the truck comes and then uh, we put everything out and then they, the people are here to, we're here to feed them. Amen. So we're grateful to God for all of you who are serving in our Vision for Living Community Outreach Ministry. Thank you so much. One day we'll celebrate 20 years of doing that. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And I want to thank all of our staff. I want to thank all of our, our uh, leaders in that ministry as well. Amen. Okay, that's it for me. I hope to see some of you back this evening. And um, right now, we're going to make ready now to worship God with our gifts. There are several ways you can give. Amen. There are several ways you can give. I want to thank the men also for showing up today to our men's meeting. Amen. Men's fellowship and the women. I see the women got their shirts on today. They're trying to show us out a little bit, but it's all right. Amen. We have our shirt. We just didn't wear it. Amen. We're going to get it after a while. Amen. Men, don't forget to order your shirts online at tbseminary.com. Please get your, get your shirts. Amen. Get your shirts so that we can wear our shirts in unison. Amen. Amen. So the second and fourth uh, Sunday at 1015 is our men's fellowship. Amen. We had a good time today. I look forward to seeing more men in that meeting. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious Father, we thank you for the gifts. We thank you for the givers, God, and we pray now in the name of Jesus that you would bless the hands that have given today. Sanctify these gifts, Lord, and may be used, God, for the movement of your church, God. Thank you, Lord, that we know, God, that you will supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory, God. Thank you for your people. Thank you, Lord, for the preparation of their hearts. And now bless them, Lord. Multiply their peace. Give them joy, God, in areas that they need joy for their act of faith. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're not going to stop worshiping there. Hallelujah. As we go into this last. Amen. Real quick. Amen. want to talk about uh, the 17th year appreciation. Amen. I want to let you know it is important and imperative that you give. And let me say why. I'm, I, in fact, uh, am a believer and I enjoy giving. Let me explain to you why. Because uh, when, when coming here, number one, I was a giver, but not as I am now. 
I hold back while I used to hold back. But when I did give, the Lord, and I didn't even know God was even working behind the scenes, but there was a time in my life when I couldn't make ends meet. I was struggling. I was just behind y'all. And God opened the door to where now the Lord has provided to where I have more than enough. And it was because, it was because I gave, amen. It was because I gave. So I want to let you know that this is real. And when you sacrifice and give to God, God will bless you in ways that you can't even imagine. And here's the thing, I wasn't expecting it. But let me tell you, when you do it from your heart, when you give, God will give back to you. And let, so, so I say that to say the barcode is on the screen. If you have not given, Give, amen. And watch this. We're celebrating 17 years, amen. Pastoral appreciation, amen. Now, now look, let's let's give a hand clap of praise for our pastor and our first lady, amen. Because guess what? They work diligently, amen, to serve us, to, to get a word, amen. And it's not easy putting the word together, amen. But our pastor works diligently, amen. And so we ought to show his appreciation by giving. And let me I wanted to say this. I was going to say if this church has been a blessing to you, but I'm not going to say if because you're here today and I know that it's been a blessing to your life. So since our passing our first lady has been a blessing to your life, be a blessing to theirs. Amen. And remember, remember one last thing that when you give, you're giving unto God. Remember, the scripture says everything that we do, do it as unto the Lord. So don't look at it as giving to say, what am I giving up? What am I missing? Because whatever you let, God is going to give it in hundredfold. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Would you all stand to your feet as we go into this song that says we will win and we will fight. We will fight and we will win. We speak victory to every trial we're in. We are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb. No longer defeated, we're winners now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're going to sing that one more time. We will fight. We will fight and we will win. We speak victory to every trial we're in. We are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb. No longer defeated. We're winners now. Hallelujah. Circumstance, we always win. We always win. We always win. We always 
How many believe that? Come on, how many want to be more than a conqueror? Come on, how many believe that we're going to win? Come on, that no weapons formed against you shall prosper. That we are winners in this race called life. For Christ is on our side. Come on. We win. Let's praise him, y'all. We win. We win. Come on. We win. 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 We win, we win, we win. Yeah, yeah, amen, amen. There's nothing wrong with feeling like a winner, amen. Oftentimes we're so defeated, but God is on our side. How many of you believe that? How many of you believe that you're more than a conqueror? I mean, you believe that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or even think. That whatever strategy that Satan has, it will be exposed. Why? Because you are already a winner. Come on, y'all. Let's praise him, y'all. Let's magnify him. Am I in the right place this morning? Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Act like a winner, will you please? Come on. We win, 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 we win. We win, we win, we win. Come on and give God a clap of praise, y'all. My goodness, my goodness. God is good, amen, amen. Again, we want to thank you so much for being part of this worship experience today at the Vision Church Houston, amen. Thank you so much. Those of you who came in, uh, our guest. Thank you so much for joining us today, for being part of this worship experience this morning. Amen. Isn't God good, y'all? Amen. How many of you came for a word this morning? Amen. How many of you need a word from the Lord? You know what I found out? It's the word that will carry you through the week. When life seems so unpredictable. If you learn how to get in this word, the Bible says man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Amen. That's a direct quote from Jesus when he was dealing with Satan. When Satan was trying to get him to compromise, when Satan was trying to get him to be selfish and to be self-sufficient apart from God. Come on. Amen. He says, no. The word is what I'm going to take. Amen. And so if you take the word with you, amen, if you receive the word from God, it will transform your life. Amen. 
Amen. We've been in a series this year. Our theme this year is a new direction. Last week, uh, we were here in Mark chapter 5. We're going to go there now. Um, Mark chapter 5, I'm going to deal with verse, I'm going to deal with, uh, well, I'm going to deal with, with, with all, with from dealing from verse uh, 38 on, but uh, I just want to read one verse to you today. And then we'll get into it. Amen. Last week, I told you, don't quit. Is that what I told you? Don't give up. Don't give up. I told you, don't give up last week, right? Amen. We talked about not giving up. Today, I want to look at one verse, verse 41, Mark chapter 5, verse 41. We already know what's happening here. Um, Jesus is on his way to heal Jairus' daughter. Uh, news came to him, she has died. And verse 41 says, taking the child by the hand, he said to her, Telitha kum, which translates, translating means, little girl, I say to you, get up. Amen. I want to talk about this morning. Don't stay down. Arise. Amen. Tell your neighbor, don't stay down. Arise. Tell Akum. Let's pray. Tell Akum. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace and mercy. I ask for the forgiveness of my sins this morning. I pray that you stand in my body, think with my mind, speak with my voice, cancel the schemes and the plans of the enemy. And God, we're believing, God, that you have a word for us today. Lord, speak now from your heavenly throne. Send down, Lord, your reign on your people. Allow their hearts to be fertile. Let it be ready to receive a word from you. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God will last forever. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God you may be seated. In the presence of God. Amen. Amen. Talithia kum. Jesus speaks in Aramaic. Thank you, ushers. To the young girl. And today, I just want to encourage you. By God's word. To let you know. That it's not okay to stay down. It's easy to say what you will do if you see someone dealing with difficulties in their lives. It's easy to project an idea of what you would do. But we often don't really know the extent of a person's pain and their abilities or what they fear the most about their circumstance. We may see evidence of defeat, death, destruction, depression, and we may decide that we can't go any further. May I encourage you today, don't stay down. 
just because you've been knocked down. Just because you've gotten the news that it's fatal. Just because you got the news, amen, that you've hit a dead end. Just because life may look, amen, the way it looks right now. There is a God who is greater than your situation. And I want to encourage somebody here this morning to let you know that staying down is not an option. Amen. The news of Jarius' daughter's death came. Amen. While Jesus was on his way to Jarius' house. And oftentimes, that is what the way life is at times. You come to Jesus and you're expecting things to go a certain way, right? You ever, you ever been there? You, you figure, if I commit myself, if I serve God, if I do this, then death may not come or destruction may, come, may not come or mayhem may not happen. But in this particular passage of Scripture today, in this pericope, we find that the opposite had happened. Jesus is going. And last week I told you that on his way there, the news came. Then someone, the one who brought the news in verse 35, says, your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher anymore? In other words, the messenger basically said, give up. Today, we go on with the story, and we find in verse 36, it says, and Jesus overheard, over, overhearing was what was being spoken, said to the synagogue official, what? Do not be afraid any longer. Only believe. We dealt with that last week. Verse 37, we'll start here. Today, we'll see it says, in verse 37, it says, and he allowed no one to accompany him except Peter and James and John and the brother of, J the brother of James. Look at the text, right? In other words, Jesus narrowed down the circle as he was heading to the house. In other words, Jesus didn't give up, even though death had reached that doorstep, even though what we find next in the text, listen, can I tell you something? Oftentimes we believe that it's over, but can I tell you this? And I said this last week, it's not over until God says it's over. It is it, your reality of your situation is not over until you have come to the end of the road until God has says it's over. The text says they came to the house of the synagogue official. Look what it says. It says, he came to the house of the synagogue official and he saw a commotion. Can you imagine? The people were loudly weeping and wailing. What's going on here? What's going on here? Death had knocked on their doors. And you understand that there are times in life where things may show up in your life, death like death or or, or whatever it may be, it may be the end of something or 
or, or you're going through a tough season in life and, and the people around you, the commotion is causing you to believe some things. Now, you got to keep the context in mind. Jesus already told Jairus, dude, keep believing. It's hard to believe when everybody else around you don't believe. It's hard to believe when there's so much commotion going on. So if I were to tell you today, how do you not stay down? How do you arise? The first thing I would say is this. You will arise, hallelujah to his holy name, if you are not distracted. Got to watch out for distraction. You see, your faith may be met with commotion and, and an uproar of weeping and wailing, but listen, that, that, that's not the end of the story. Now, in this particular time, when someone died, they would hire professional mourners to assist in the process of, of actually illustrating what they feel on the inside. I want to tell you something. You got to watch out for those professional mourners in your life. You got to watch out for the people who are paid to mourn, paid, come on somebody, that the enemy may have placed there as a distraction to you to make you think that it's over. Can I help you with something? It's not over yet. Yes, I know what the reality is. What the people at the house didn't know is what the father knew. Here's what the father knew that God was in control, that Jesus would raise this little girl. It's not over yet. You see, his faith and his belief had been affected by the environment in his home. You, you, ever, you ever allow your environment to distract you? You ever allow people to hold you down? Have you ever allowed people and circumstances to cause you to believe that it was done, that this is it? The text says they're coming by faith, but what do they, what do they, what does their faith meet but commotion? Wailing and crying and weeping. And I get it and I understand it, but the people at the house didn't understand what the people was on their way was coming to do. Are you with me? The text is powerful when you look at it. The text says, and he goes on and says, Jesus says, why may why verse. 39, verse 39, and entering in, he said to them, why, why make a commotion, watch this, and weep? The child is not, has not what? Died, but is what? Asleep. You're going to rise. Amen. If you're going to pick up the pieces, if you're going to go to that next level in your life, watch this. The first thing is you what? You will arise if you what? If you're not distracted. But the next thing is you will arise if you can believe God's word. Here's the thing. In the midst of this commotion, now Jesus speaks. And what does he say, saints? He says what? He came into the house and he told them, hey, why are you, why, why make so much commotion? Why weep when the child has not died? Let me, ask, let me ask you a question. Which is easier to believe, your situation or the word? And that's the thing that I want to tell you, that oftentimes we think about our situation over the word of God. But I want to say to somebody here this morning that it's the word that's going to bring you through. 
Boy, the best me I'm on. All right. <laughs> Amen. Come on, y'all. Pray with me, y'all. There's something about this word. Take me out. There's something about this word that the devil does not want you to connect with. But guess what? You can't silence me, Satan. Come on. Pray with me. Pray with me. He wants us to focus on the commotion and not the word. Come on, somebody. Jesus says, why make a commotion and weep? The child has not died. Listen. You see, the father's belief was already addressed. Now, the people in the house needed the faith that the father had. And sometimes you're weeping and you're crying and you're wondering why. But I want to say to somebody here this morning, you got to believe the word. You have to believe the word. You will rise if you stand upon the word of God. If you believe over your feelings, over your fears, over your disappointments, and understand that God's word is what's going to hold you up. And I tell you something, the word is all you need. The word of God is living. It's active. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces as far as the division of soul and spirit, of both joints and marrow, and is able to judge the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. And I want to say to somebody here, I have evidence that even though my life is falling apart, that when I stand on the word of God, God lifts me up. He brings me to a place of trust. And somebody here today, you've fallen down. You've fallen away. You're far from the distant shores. But I want to help you with something. You can rise. And the reason you can rise is because God's word will sustain you. God's word will hold you up when you want to give up. Are you with me? Listen, listen, listen. When you're grieving over the loss of a loved one, the only thing that you can really hold on to is the word. The only thing that you can really believe that absent from the body means to be present with the Lord, that you know that trouble doesn't last always, that weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. That if I go over my feelings and not just base my situation on my feelings, but on what God says in his word. Are you with me? The text says he entered in. He told him, listen, don't, don't, why y'all weeping and wailing? I understand it, but he's giving the word. Jesus is the word. Look what it says in verse 40. Look at what it says in verse 40. Amen. Verse 40 says what? See, this is, this, this is some real stuff. This is some real stuff. You see, this is what people will do with you. When you tell them you're going to trust God, they're going to start laughing at you. When you tell them that you're going to church, they're going to be like, you're crazy. When you tell them that you're not going to give up because you know what you know about God, they're going to say, man, you better go get you a second job. Or you better go change careers. You don't hold in there. Don't hang in there. Go on to something else. Listen, you got to help yourself. God helps those who help themselves. But you got to watch out for who's giving you that advice. 
Because watch this, you will rise, arise if you can believe the word, God's word. But the third thing is, you will arise if you keep believing Jesus. Can I help you with something? If you don't believe him, you got a problem. And some of us say we believe Jesus, but the moment someone's critical about your faith, what do we do? We shrink back from Jesus. Can I help you with something? Not only is the word going to hold you, but Jesus will pick you up. The text says they began laughing at him. But putting them all out, you see what he did? What did Jesus do? Jesus, sometimes, you, you know what you got to do? You just got to put some people out your life. You can't rise with the same people that held you down. You can't rise with the same people who was wailing and weeping with you. You got to find a new people group because I want to tell you something. You got to be bold enough, amen, to say, nah, we ain't going there no more. I refuse to stay down. Anybody want to, anybody want to rise? Anybody want to keep going? Don't stay down, y'all. Watch the text. The text says, he, he says they began laughing. This word, this word laughing. Amen. It's a word, it's a word that comes. It also means to scorn or to ridicule or, or to disrespect. And what they're doing is they're disrespecting the master. But I want to tell you something. Listen to me real good. You will arise. If you keep believing Jesus, don't ever doubt his ability. You see, when we have natural things that happens to us, for some reason, we don't believe that Jesus can fix it. But I stop by to tell you, there's nothing that Jesus can't do. He's a way maker. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Anybody known to be a way maker? He's a miracle worker. Anybody known to be a miracle worker? He's a promise keeper. He's a wheel in the middle of the wheel. He's the bright and morning star. Come on, somebody. He's a way when there's no way. And I'm asking you today, do you really believe in Jesus? That he hung, bled, and died on Calvary's cross. That he died for you and I so that you and I will have access to God. And I stop by to tell you that, that no matter how hard life may be, that when life kicks you down, whatever God's promises are, you got to believe in it. You got to say, God, I believe over my feelings. People all around you making a commotion. Folk around you weeping and crying and walking around depressed and got you depressed. But you got to say, I'm going to keep believing in Jesus. Jesus, ha, Mary's baby, born in a manger. Whenever I talk about Jesus, I get happy. I wish I had somebody. The name above every name. The name where demons hear that name, they got to go. Why? Because his name has power. Don't let your current situation 
cause you to have a distorted view of Jesus. He's powerful, y'all. And in the midst of what you're dealing with, you can arise if you keep your eyes on Jesus. But you got to keep believing him. In spite, listen, listen, listen. There are several groups of people in this house. In this depressing house. In this house of mourning. 12-year-old girl died. You know what that's going to do to a house? It's going to mess it up, ain't it? And the reality, I'm not negating the reality of the situation, but I'm not mourning. I'm not going there with them because I know what Jesus already said in verse 36. He says, the girl is not dead. She's asleep. Are, are you with me? And so in other words, who are you going to believe first? The coroner or Jesus? <laughs> who are you going to believe first? Your intuition or Jesus? Who, who are you going to believe first? Your horoscope or Jesus? Who are you going to believe first? What they've been talking about at the job? What you and your girlfriend's been talking about? Your boy's been talking about? Or Jesus? I'd rather believe Jesus. And let me say this to somebody. When you come to a place that you really believe Jesus, you'll find out how real he is. Has he ever shown you how real he is? Has he ever dried your eyes? Come on, somebody. Has he ever comforted you in the midst of your storm? I'm talking about Jesus. But notice what I'm saying. We got to believe him. Check the text. Check the text. The text goes on to say, <clears throat> they were laughing, right? Verse 40, look at it. They were laughing. And what did Jesus, Jesus know how to put people out, boy? He, I was going to work that, but you know what he did? He drove them out. Sometimes God got to remove some people from your life because they are hindering your belief. You wonder what happened to such and so. We used to be tight. Don't try to get people back that God has removed out your life. Let them be. Love them from a distance. I didn't say hate them. I said what? Love them from a distance. Watch this. Watch this now. Look what he goes on to say. The text says, and he took along, watch who he took along. Watch what you need. Watch what you need. You ready? I'm almost done. Watch this. They began laughing at him, but putting them all out, he took along the child's what? Father and mother. Now, they didn't have cell phones. Or this. He, he didn't text her and say, baby, they, uh, uh, Jesus told me. He couldn't DM him. DM him and say, like, boo, Jesus says she ain't dead. So I, I got something in my sanctified imagination upon closer investigation. The mother didn't have the faith of the whalers and the people in the house. 
So it suggests to me that she was already a believer. And then when she saw Jesus walk, when, he, when she saw her husband with Jesus, she didn't question like, why is he here? Or what's going on? Because she already believed. And watch this. Watch this. What's understood doesn't need to be explained. We already understand that we believe in This is a believing house. And can I help somebody with something? No matter what comes to your house, somebody in there got to be spiritually strong. The father had the faith to go get Jesus. The mother was at home with the sick child. She had been praying and praying and praying. She didn't get the answer that she wanted. But when she saw her husband with Jesus, her faith grew strong. Text says, the mother, the father, and who else? And his own companions. Who are his companions? Peter, James, and John. Now, can I tell you why Peter, James, and John was there? Peter, James, and John, Peter, James, and John was there, not just because they were spiritually strong, because they were not. Uh, they were there as a legal witness to the healing. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? See, the healing of the girl, watch this, the healing of the woman with the issue of blood didn't convince them none. Because they asked, why are you asking who pressing up on you? Remember that? Come on, why, why you, don't you see all these people? See, they never really believed in Jesus' ability. They didn't really believe in his power. That didn't come till after the resurrection. You understand what I'm saying? But watch this. Jesus is bringing them in there to strengthen their faith, even though they had seen him transfigured. And yet they didn't believe. Go back, flip back to the, oh yeah, it's right up there. This point is important. Because watch this. You and I have seen evidence. How many of you have seen evidence that Jesus is real? Now watch this. How is it that the next, the last situation you went to, you went, you just gone through? How is it that you didn't believe that? How many times does he have to show you? How many have been living for a little while now? I'm talking about with Jesus. That you could say that I know, 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 no, 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 no. That he's real. So don't let this current situation that you're dealing with cause you to forget what you know. See, because when you believe, you never forget, Lord Jesus. When you believe, you never forget. You never forget how good he's been to you. You never forget where he brought you from. Text says, he took along child's father, mother, and his own companions, and they entered what? The room where the child was. So if you're going to rise, the next thing you got to do, write it down.
You will arise if you surround yourself with spiritually strong people. Ah. You see, the faith of the mother, the faith of the father, and the growing faith of the disciples is what was needed in that room. How do you resurrect the dead? How do you rise again? Faith. Why do we need church? Why do we need fellowship? Why do we need worship? It's because I need you. And you need me. Utumbu. Oh, Lord, I'm speaking African now. I can speak in tongues, I told y'all. You know what a tumbu means? It means that if you grow, I don't grow unless you grow. Your growth is imperative to my growth. And we need each other. Somebody here, I want to tell you something. Isolation is not going to help you out of your situation. Leave me alone. I want to be by myself. I want to go through this by myself. I, I can handle it. No, you ain't handling nothing. You're still the same. You're not changing. As a matter of fact, you're getting worse. Watch this, watch this. One new person is adding. Watch this. When you surround yourself with people who are spiritually strong, it will help you to become stronger. Everyone serves a purpose in your life. Don't isolate or insulate. It leads to issues that you'll never even be able to imagine. Because the devil is a strategist. And here's what he do. He plays on the mind. He works overtime doing this. Overtime overloading you with too many thoughts. But when you have a strong brother or sister at your side who can pray with you, who can encourage you. Come on, somebody. When you have a men's group and you have a women's group and you have some people that you can really draw from and say, listen, I'm going through something right now and I need you just like you need me, but right now I need you more than you need me. And I'm being vulnerable right now to let you know that I cannot do this by my I was just talking to the men about that. Listen, if, if you as a man can't take advice, you're in a bad place. But if you as a man can't take correction, then you're definitely in the wrong place. Because as a man, you should be able to say, you know what, I'm not always right. I'm just talking to the men right now. Women are always right. They think they're always right. They all are right. <laughs> we got a problem. We got to fix it. We got to fix it. <laughs> always think they're right. Always. Men, we be like, we always wrong. Brothers, we always wrong, right? Amen. We'll talk about that another time. <laughs> the text says, 
They're in there. And, 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 and I want to tell you this. I can appreciate the men of this church. And here's what I can appreciate about y'all. You brothers are trying. You've answered the call. One of the major things we said when we first met, when we decided to start regathering as men, is that we live isolated lives. We have nobody to talk to. You know, and then when we do talk, <laughs> amen, we ain't telling the truth about what's really going on. Come on, somebody. But if you're going to rise... You got to surround yourself with people, not just who people are going to tell you the truth. They're going to tell you the truth in love. You with me? Because, you know, there are spiritual bullies out here who think they know every verse. <laughs> you know, but, but I'm saying, what I'm saying, if, if, if arising means that you need the motivation, then you can do it, man. I know you can do it. The text goes on to say in verse 41, and I'm closing. I'm about to sit down. So. Jesus taking the child by the hand. He said to her, Talitha kum. Talitha means little lamb or, little or lad. That's what it means. Or sheep. Word kum means to arise. He says, little girl, I say to you, what? Get up. Tap your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, get up. It's time to get up. It's time to get up. It's time, to, it's time for you to stop being stuck. It's time for you to stop saying you can't. It's time for you to stop saying whatever obstacles, whatever excuses you've given yourself. It's time for you to come. You got to get up. But here's the last point I want to give you. You will rise, though. You will rise. Only by the power of Jesus. Can I tell you something? He's the Lord over disease and death. He's the Lord over everything. But it's only by his power. The only person that can resurrect something is Jesus. Now, there's one, one exception to that in the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 13, it says the Antichrist was struck down and he was resurrected. God didn't resurrect him, but he gave Satan the power to resurrect him. Now, some writers don't believe, some writers differ to that because they say, well, how can the Antichrist have that much power because God gave him that power? Okay, now, the, the Antichrist needed to, to be resurrected so that the world would worship him. That's why he's the Antichrist. See, the, the, the devil wants to imitate Christ to get worship. So he had to show that he was resurrected too. But watch this. The Bible says the world will be deceived into thinking that he is God. 
You got to know how to distinguish the power of Jesus and the power of Satan is what I'm trying to get you to see. And sometimes the power of Satan looks closely as it's, but it's a counterfeit to Christ. But you know when he, he raises you up. You'll know his power. Here's how you'll know his power. Guess what? You won't think the way you used to think. You won't act the way you used to act. You won't live the way you used to live. You will come clean with him. That's how you know that you've been, you have experienced the power of Jesus. So I encourage you today. I encourage you today to arise. You see, one time there was a group of people stuck in an elevator. And while in this elevator, they, would, they felt they would started to panic. Everybody in there uh, was banging on the door. There were some people saying, help, help, help. They were screaming. They were, I mean, just panicking. Uh, just so happened that somebody was in there that had, was claustrophobic. So they were hyperventilating and all this stuff. Uh, some were bamming on the doors and all of that stuff. And everybody's all in a hysteria. They kept banging. Desperate people do desperate things. They were crying out, but there was one calm man on that elevator. He simply walked over to the other side. He pulled out the latch, picked up the telephone, and waited. A voice said on the other end, is there a problem? He said, yep, we're trapped in the elevator between this floor and that floor. Can we get some help? They responded, we'll be right there. You see, everybody in their panic forgot about the phone. <laughs> they had been trapped. And being trapped, they had forgotten that they had a link, come on somebody, to the security department. All they had to do was pick up the phone and they would have been released from a hostage situation. All of their human efforts that they put into it, banging, yelling, wouldn't work. All they had to do was pick up the phone. You see, we do that in life. <laughs> Amen. We keep, we keep banging and banging and kicking and screaming when all we got to do is just pick up the phone. Jesus is available, and all you got to do is pick up the phone. Give God a hand clap of praise, y'all. I'm amazed at this, this whole section of this story because it helps me to understand that just because you get bad news, just because life looks a certain kind of way right now, it does not mean that it's final. Just because that situation failed doesn't mean you can't try again. Just because it doesn't look the way you want it to look doesn't mean that God has stopped 
working. And if you're here today, amen, if you're here today, this morning, and you say, Pastor, I heard the word of God. I heard God speak to me today. And you're here this morning and you need prayer. Need prayer this morning. I want to pray for you this morning. You say, Pastor, I, I want to rise. I don't want to stay down. I want to get up. I want to go. I want to press on. Amen. And that's you this morning. You're ready. You're ready. Would you come this morning? Would you come this morning? I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you this morning. I want to pray for you. Don't you stay down. Don't, don't you accept. Last week I told you, don't quit. Amen. I'm saying to you today, don't you stay down. Arise. Arise. Come and get your life back. Come and get. Amen. What God has for you so that you can press on to your next phase in life. Would you come this morning? I want to pray for you. If you're here this morning, you are a believer. Maybe you're a believer here this morning and you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you say you came today. You know Jesus. You got all that business taken care of. But you're here today and you want to be restored. Pastor, I've fallen away from the Lord. My prayer life has been jacked up. I've been away from fellowship. Pandemic got me tripping. Amen. And I want to be restored. Amen. I want to get back into fellowship. And you want to, you want to be restored this morning. I want to pray for restoration for you. Be here this morning and um, you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you want to come this morning and accept him into your heart today. Would you come today? If you're here this morning and you're without a church home, uh, and you want to say, Pastor, I want to be part of this church this morning. I want to be part of this church this morning. You can come. We will uh, give you the right hand of fellowship and bring you into the church. Amen. Membership. Amen. Membership matters. Amen. And membership has its benefits too. Amen. You want to pray. Pray. We want to pray for you. If you just need prayer. Just need prayer, thank you. If you need just, just need prayer, we'll pray for you.
just want you. I just want you. I just want you. We just want you. We just want you. Just want you. Just want you. We just want you. Just want you. Take me. I'm yours. Take me. I'm yours. Just want you. Just for you, take me, I'm yours, take me, I'm yours, I just for you, just for you, take me, I'm yours, take me, I'm yours, I just for you, I just for you, take me. Take me, I'm yours. Take me, I'm yours. I just for you. 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 Come on, let's pray for these people. Father, thank you for the restorations we have around this altar right now, Lord. Thank you for Mother Hill, Lord. Thank you for her healing. Continue to heal her, God. Lord, we believe for full recovery, Lord. Lord, what the devil tried to do, it has been canceled. For she will arise again, Lord. And she will serve you. She wants to serve you, God. So I don't see anything wrong with that. But I know now, Lord, that the enemy will try to stop us, Lord. But thank you that she didn't take the position of what the enemy thinks, but she takes your position, Lord, that you will cause her to rise again. Thank you for our brother for restoring him. And thank you for this couple for restoring them. And pray for Cliff right now who wants to rise, God. And then I pray for everyone in this church, Lord. Lord, what the devil meant for evil today, you turned it around for our good. Thank you, Lord, for being in a church where you're restoring God, where you're renewing God, and where your power can be clearly seen. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank God. Give God a big hand clap of praise, y'all. Praise God. Hallelujah. To his holy name. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Listen. You know, when you're doing right, 
he's going to come. And, 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 and look, he's going to come through little natural things. That's how he's going to come. You think Satan wants us to celebrate 20 years of equipping pastors and preachers and counselors around the country? Think he wants that? You think he wants you to sit here and pay attention? No. So what is he going to do? He's going to try to distract you. That's how you know you're part of something good. Amen? So what we do here is we pray and we press on. Amen? Amen. All right. Let's stand to be dismissed. Thank you so much for joining us today again. And uh, don't forget, we'll be back for 2 p.m. Amen. We're going to have a great time. We'll have a great time, brothers. I need to see y'all. If y'all can, if y'all can help us out, we have a lot of people coming, so we're gonna need security, parking, get you know, greeters, that kind of stuff. So um, please, Amen. We have some stuff in the cafe. We do. Yeah, we got some stuff. If y'all need to get some stuff in between services, Amen. All right, let's pray together. What we got? All right, we're short, Amen. Boy, I can't dance this week. Uh, y'all, I told y'all I was going to sing this week. Amen. Guess y'all won't hear me sing this week. Amen. So uh, that's all right. Next week. Next week. Amen. Pray about our deficit. Please pray about our deficit. That's all I want you to do. Pray. And if God put it on your heart, do something about it. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the word of God. Thank you for what you have given us today. Thank you for the restorations, Lord, that we have seen happen in this church today. Now, Lord, we pray that you would strengthen their faith now. And God, as we leave this place, but never from your presence, may the grace of God, the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide with us now, henceforth, and forevermore. And may we all say, amen. Vision Church, win, disciple, develop. Please hold your seats for a second and follow the direction of the ushers. Amen? Amen. Thank you to all of our guests. Also, I'll be standing here if you'd like to come shake my hand. Amen. Stronghold, sickness, and poverty must see.